Hey, welcome to Doggy Be Good. Good day, everyone. This is Dennis Lee for Doggy Be Good uh, podcast, and we also have here. Hi, it's Mike again. Right. It's been a while, guys, and uh, we've had a, a sort of very busy season. So, but in any case, here's our opportunity to get back together again. Our topic today uh, deals with reviews uh, of businesses, reviews for dog kennels, uh, vets, and so forth. Reviews that we see in places like Yelp and Google and many other places. And we want to get two sides of the story here. We want to get the consumer side and also the business side, how they are affected by these reviews, what we use them for, how perhaps there could be uh, questions about the quality of these reviews, whether they may be too biased and so forth. So let's start our discussion about, um, let's say, uh, Michael, we have a business like yours, Doggy Be Good, and of course there are reviews out there regarding this business. What have you been finding regarding those reviews? Uh, good reviews, well, bad reviews? Here's the thing about reviews. Reviews can really help a business. They can also damage your business. Yeah. The problem with the reviews is that a lot of times, you you know, if you have a client or, you know, you have a customer that's not satisfied with something, they're going to put a, a savage review up that, you know, really doesn't depict your business. And, you know, it, it's a sad thing because reviews are really meant to, you know, let other consumers know about that business and, you know, how that business operates. You know, if you look at our reviews, we have a majority of our reviews are good reviews. I, I think at least 95 to 98% of our reviews are good. Yeah. But we also do have a couple of reviews up there that are not good. And the unfortunate part about it is that the people that leave reviews that aren't good usually there's more of a story behind that review than the consumer will ever know. Mm -hmm. And we do respond to all our customers. If you leave a red review, if you, you know, hey, listen, we can't, you can't satisfy everybody. No right. matter how hard you try, yeah. you're never going to make everybody happy. Right. But the people that do leave bad reviews up, a lot of times the story behind that review is way more than what they put up and what they're depicting. Yeah. And you know, as a business owner, we try to respond to those reviews to let the, you know consumers know what actually is going on with you know that client or that particular situation. Right. But for the most part, if people see a bad review, they automatically say, "Oh, you know, that's it. I would never leave my dog there." When in actuality, the review that the person left may not even be accurate. Yeah. And I'd like to give you an example for you know. Yeah, for yeah, instance, we want to hear one. Um, we have one review up on that we have from a, a client. I don't want to mention the client's name. Sure. You'll obviously see it if you look. Yeah. But this client left their dog here for the first time ever. Never was here before. They picked their dog up, and you know she picked her dog up. She was very happy. She sat in the office with me for about 25, 30 minutes talking yeah. um, about uh, training her dog, this, that, and the other thing. She calls me back the next day and tells us that she's upset that we cut her dog's eyelashes off. Now, huh? yeah, eyelashes. <laughs> okay. I said, ma'am, your dog wasn't even groomed here. Yeah. You know, we have a, we have a schedule up. If your dog's going to be groomed, the dog right. has to be put up on the schedule. If your dog's not on the schedule, we don't groom the dog. Yeah. She says, my dog had long, long eyelashes before I dropped him off, and you guys cut his eyelashes off. Now, <laughs> I don't know if you, you know, I'm sure you understand, you know, how dog's fur works. Yeah. You, if you're going to cut the dog's eyelashes off, you have to sit there and take each individual eyelash and literally... 
cut it. As if the dog was patient. As if the dog was sitting there, <laughs> and I was like, you know, pulling his eyelashes through his fur and cutting that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is the most ridiculous, absurd, idiotic thing I've ever heard. And for three, almost four days, this woman called me every day that we cut her dog's eyelashes off. And all I kept telling her is, ma'am, we never cut, we never did that. Right. I mean, that's ridiculous. And even then it grows back anyway. And <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> However, she put a review up, uh, well, and then her mother called me. I mean, she's, right. you know, she's an older woman, yeah. but her mother called me like four days later yelling at me that we cut the dog's eyelashes. And uh, then all of a sudden they put a review up saying that we not only cut the dog's eyelashes, but the dog was profusely vomiting and sick since they picked it up. And I called him up and I said, you know, I saw you wrote this review. You never mentioned to us that your dog was sick. Yeah. You called me for four days after your dog left the kennel right. about eyelashes, but never once mentioned that your dog right. was sick in any way, shape, or form. That's bizarre. Right, and that would have been a more serious concern that Absolutely. you guys would usually address Absolutely. Anyway. So now we check the video, because, you know, our entire facility is on videotape. And you see her come in the office. She's holding the dog on her lap. She's perfectly content. She's hugging, kissing her dog. She sits in here for 20 minutes talking. Then she leaves. And, you know, you see her walking out, holding the dog. Everything's fine. She calls me, like I said. And now, then, she also says that her dog was so severely matted when she picked the dog up. So, for four days, she's arguing with me about eyelashes, that we cut eyelashes, which is the most absurd, ridiculous thing. Then, in her, her review that she puts up, she writes that her dog is so sick and so severely matted, but never mentioned it to us yeah. until five days after we, we see right. the uh, review. So, I go ahead to call her vet, and I call to speak to the vet. She calls again and tells me that she doesn't want me speaking to her vet. And we're not, I said, ma'am, if you're saying your dog is sick, we need to know this. Right. I mean, obviously, we need to know your dog is, if there's a problem. Right. Why you never mentioned it, I don't know. Yeah, because it does affect some of your other Absolutely. customers here, too. Absolutely. But we've determined that the dog was never sick. It couldn't have been sick because she even put in her thing, stop calling my vet on her review. Leave him alone. He's not going to tell you anything. Yeah. Listen. If your dog gets sick at a facility, which, and you know what? It's like sending a kid to school. It right. can happen. We do everything in our power to make it sure it doesn't. But you're going to let me know that right away. You're not going to call me up and argue with me about eyelashes if your dog is having a medical issue. It, it just doesn't make any sense. But in her review, now if you read her review, I mean, some people that read it knew it was sounded crazy. But you'll hear all these ranting and ravings about you know, this dog and, and the issues we had with this dog and, and the owner, yeah. when half of them aren't even true. Yeah. Now, the thing is, on these review sites, do you have a space where you, the business, can respond? Yes. Yeah. On some of them you do and some of them you don't. That okay. particular one, we did respond. Yeah. And we responded to every place that she did put the review up. Okay. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that our business, especially here at Doggy Be Good, one right. of the things that our clients, as I'm sure you as a longtime client would know, yeah is we don't hide things from our, our no. clients. Listen, no. dogs sometimes can get hurt. Dogs can sometimes get sick. We bought hundreds and hundreds of dogs a year. Right. You know, things can happen. And if they do, our first line of defense is to A, contact the owner, contact the vet, take care of the situation right. and the problem. That's what you've done with us. And, so. you know, it's just, that's where reviews actually come in and, and it's, it's a sad and a bad thing. Yeah. You know, because we don't want people seeing things like that when they're not true. Right. And, you know, as a consumer, which you would be, yeah. would you read that review? If you didn't know us, you'd say, wow, what's going on there? Yeah. You know? It, because it, it gives the, it's the shock value. Yes. And the guys who put these up there, 
unfortunately are trying to put it up there for the shock value. Exactly. So it becomes a a a, a, a you know a, a bad thing when it, when it, you know for a business instead of being a useful tool. Yeah. It becomes a vindictive way of someone getting back at you or yeah. someone not happy with their bill or you know things to that effect. So I always tell clients, you know, if you're going to look at your reviews, look at the majority of reviews, not just the one review or the two review that may not be as great as the other one. Yeah. A business is going to be based on as many reviews as it has. You're going to look at the overall of what that business, you know, review is. Right. And then you make a decision because, again, you can't please everybody and you're always going to have somebody who's trying to get something either for free or, yeah. you know, something back from you. And it's, that, that's where the reviews become a problem. Yeah. But how do you use reviews? The trick here is, now, since I'm, I run my own business myself, uh, I do teach classes, and at the end of each class, we hand out evaluation forms. And so the idea is to get the feeling of how the class liked the class itself, the instructor, the training itself. And now, in my case, I'm fairly lucky. Most of the reviews are very, very positive, but every once in a while, I get one or two really uh, some of them nasty and almost always it's like a personal problem that they have Uh, either a personal grudge or they didn't like uh, a way a question was answered or maybe they looked a little stupid in class and so they have a little personal reason to put something bad there and I I notice that every once in a while but the, the thing that I always pay attention to since I work on both sides of reviews and looking and reading reviews, is you have to look at the majority, as you say. Mm-hmm. Look at the majority. If if a good number of the reviews are bad, then of course you have some concern. And you have some concern. Right. And that's why most sites, if they're smart, they'll let the consumer give a star rating. You know, like Amazon, one out of five. You know, one, two, three, four, five, five being the best, one being the worst. And so let's see where most of them land. If you're, you know, you get... A lot of good reviews and maybe one or two bad ones. You still end up in the four range. Yeah, yeah. So which is know, the good I, news? I know, I know. You know, you take your your business very seriously. Yeah. But I I take it very very to heart. You know, even if I know that review is ridiculous, and yeah. you take it to heart because you thrive to get that five star review. Exactly. You know, we want everyone to be happy. Right. We want everyone to leave here happy. We want our our clients to come in, drop their dogs off, and leave happy. Yeah. That's our goal. Right. And you know. We train everyone that works here. We have an extensive training program um, where we go above and beyond to make sure that our, everybody's you know well aware of you know everything from cross contamination to zoonotic diseases to health and everything when it comes comes to the animals. Yeah. And you know you take it very very to heart when someone you know leaves something like that. It's you know it's it's a sad situation. But yeah. you know on the flip side though, you know the reviews are good because like I said, ninety eight percent of our reviews right. are. You know, phenomenal, I mean, and it actually brings in business too. Absolutely, it brings it does. in business. People will look around and they compare your reviews. If your, you know, your average is four, four point five, and a lot of other places are only getting a three or three and a half, you end up overall getting new business that way. Absolutely, and you know, Dennis, another yeah. thing that people should do, and as a business owner, I welcome it as well. Yeah, you are welcome to call and question us about a review that you're concerned. Let's say you're thinking about boarding a dog and you read this review. Right. I welcome you to call and say, hey, listen, can I speak to a manager yeah. or the owner? I have a question regarding a review that I read because right. I'm considering using your facility. You know, give that business a chance to right. you know, explain to you what the situation was because a lot of times yeah. it's not exactly as it's written. Yeah. You know, it's, not, it's not really what 
it seems to be. Yeah, and and a lot of businesses have found out with things like Yelp and Google reviews out there, uh, especially with Yelp, uh, a lot of restaurant owners have been aided as well as hurt by some of those, those reviews. Um, and a lot of businesses have, have now cried out saying, you know, some of the Yelp reviews, the way they do this is unfair. Yeah, uh, it's very it unfair. And, uh, and because it, it literally hurts the, the restaurant business if, if you have a, you know, a few good reviews and then you have a few nasty reviews and some of them may be unfair. So, uh, I mean... And how does a business owner, you know, how do you fix that? You know, how do you... The you only, obviously, you can't erase it. You no. can't... The best thing is if the businesses like Yelp and others provide the business that's being reviewed the opportunity to respond. I do remember that I was looking for a notary service recently, um, a mobile notary, because uh, my friend is in the hospital, a nursing home, can't get out, so we can't oh, just yes, go yes. over to a bank to get a, a notary signed. Absolutely. So we had to find a mobile notary. And we looked at this site on the internet, and they actually do have mobile notaries and uh, many people in the area that offer that service. And there's a review section. And you can write a review, but if you write a negative review, they said that site will call you back and ask you for the details. That's great. Right. And they will not publish the negative review unless you provide sufficient details and then they will investigate. So they take it very seriously. If there is a negative review, they're very concerned about it, and, but they will need to ask you a couple of questions to, de to verify the details. So they're going to act as the that's, arbitrator. That's fair. I mean, uh, arbitrator to, because they're not going to put up that negative review unless they have all the facts lined up. So they're going to act as the arbitrator at that point. And I think that's a much more fair process. I, I, I have not seen Yelp do that. No. Yeah. No, I'm, not a big, I'm not a very big fan of Yelp. Understood. And um, there are a lot of restaurants and other businesses that have the same feeling you do. Yeah, they, they you know, and also our good reviews are listed under a category that says um, something like uh, not recommended because we don't pay them for their advertising. See, so the guy said, if you don't pay us, then we're not. So then how can you be a legitimate review site this is if you're based on financial, right. you know. This is one of the problems with Yelp. Uh, and that's why a lot of people are a little upset, especially uh, owners of business are upset with them because you, as a business that's reviewed, you actually have to pay them a service if you yeah. want to maintain uh, good graces with Yelp. I mean, that's how they make their revenue. And they also told me that if I pay them, if I join and I pay them, that they can remove some of the bad uh, reviews. So yeah, that's, that that's, brings your accuracy level pretty far exactly. down. Exactly. You now you're me. playing their game, yeah, that's, which is, is grossly unfair. And so a lot of people like you have, have complained about businesses like Yelp. Yeah, I'm not a big uh, fan. And of that's Yelp. understood. <laughs> All right, Michael, I think probably as a consumer, the smart thing to do is read the review, not just from one site. Absolutely. Don't just rely on Yelp. Uh, there's Google. There's others. Read a, a Google, sort of a spectrum. Yahoo, yeah. Yahoo Local. Right. Read yeah. a spectrum of reviews and look at the numbers and see where the averages lie. Don't just take one uh, review or two because it may be brought out of context. Because again, as we know, we unfortunately can't please everyone. No, you can't. No matter. Not how everyone. I mean, a great company like Apple. I mean, there's still customers that are upset with them for whatever reason. I mean, I'm upset with them. My phone doesn't work. <laughs> See? I mean, no one is perfect, right? No Absolutely one is perfect. Not. Just, you know, I, I, I just tell people, again, feel free to call the business and ask them, you know, yeah. questions before you utilize their services, especially if you see a review that concerns you. Give them the chance to, you know, tell you what happened. And always just take everything with a grain of salt because there are a lot of people out there that write reviews, 
you know, and, and they do it in a, in, a, in, a, in a vindictive way just to get back at something that they're not happy with. And, right. you know, that's really, it's unfair, but that's just the way it goes. So, again, read it, take it with a grain of salt, and, you know, do your homework. Yeah, I agree. All right, on that note, uh, let's conclude this podcast. Uh, till the next time. Bye-bye, guys. Bye, guys. Talk to you later.